Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next three hours. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And I'm thrilled that I'm here with you, everybody listening all across North America. My friends up in Washington, my friends in Alaska, my friends in Hawaii, Hey, Shep, what, what, what else? Uh, we, we broadcast in a lot of places. Name some places. Michigan, Tallahassee, Chicago, Houston, even New York at times. Oh, yeah. We're everywhere. Every, all, all states, even our uh, friend north of the border. Oh, yeah. What, what's up? Uh, Calgary. Toronto. Vancouver. Quebec. Oh, man, I was going to say Montreal. You started Sorry going. about it's, that. It's okay. Anyway. Whether you're listening on a microwave, a VCR, maybe the free Odyssey app, you could be listening on a, I don't know, a transistor radio. I don't know how you listen, but I'm glad that you're here. If you tune in on the free Odyssey app, you can always hit rewind and you'll never miss a minute. You'll never miss a second. You take the show on the road with you. It is very easy. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can the Phillies are being no hit in the World Series right now Houston now has its third pitcher on the mound Montero Christian Javier started things off Abreu came on and yeah he pitched a, a no hit inning and Houston currently leads five to nothing in the bottom of the eighth and so the Phillies utilized a lot of offense last night to go up two one but they are in danger of the Houston Astros now tying this series at two all. Yeah, a lot of excitement last night. Pretty quiet now in Philadelphia as the Phillies are being no hit through seven and a third right now. Hey, hey Shep, there's, there's some information about uh, Christian Javier. He threw a lot of pitches uh, in those six innings, but when is the last time we've seen such a thing? Jared, this is incredible, and this is obviously courtesy of ESPN stats and information. Um, You mentioned his dominance. The second pitcher in World Series history, the fall classic, to ever go six innings or more and not allow a single hit. There has been one other occasion, Jr., where that has taken place. Don Larson, 1956, 
That was 66 years ago. JR, do we realize the World Series has been in existence for 120 years? And this is basically one of the two most dominant performances we have ever seen out of a starting pitcher. Is the answer yes? Is it? I would say, I mean... Six, I, I mean, I, six I know you innings, got a great almost. top six, and I, I, this may be something down the road, JR, for you, right. but this has got to be one of the six most dominant pitching performances we've ever seen in the history of the World Series. Uh, JR, you, you, you know how hot the Phillies have been. This is not, this is not a, this is not a cakewalk I, here. I got to think about that. Maybe I'm still looking at baseball as this man pitched six innings, which is awesome. At the same time, it took him almost a hundred pitches to get there, and I, I understand this is. This is baseball, right? This is this is where things are in 2022. But I think over time, uh, just because it's it's a no hitter through six, I think there have been more impressive performances. I mean, I'd have to really dive deep and think about it. But guys don't go the full, uh, you know, nine innings. If Christian Javier threw a full no hitter and went out there and won, I'd give him all the credit in the world. Uh, we know that. You playing in the World Series, these are the two best teams, or at least these are the two hottest teams, and you expect some offense. These are not bums or scrubs. So amazing performance and feat, yes. Am I prepared to throw him into one of the most dominant performances in World Series history? I want to wait on that one. That's fair. I mean, you get you think of the the Bob Git, the Bob Gibson dominant performances with the Cardinals. I was not around for that, but obviously you you see the highlights. The, the sure. guy I think of Jr. too, Randy Johnson with Schilling back oh, in two thousand one no. against the Yankees. The Diamondbacks. Yes, sir. And then Madison Baumgartner. I, I oh, think yeah. of him in his absolute apex back in the you know the the day the, the mini dynasty, if you will, of the Giants of the early two thousand ten, specifically in two thousand fourteen, but. We really haven't seen anyone, you know, really reach greatness since in terms of being starting pitchers because of the way the game has changed. Yeah, it's not uh, mono mono anymore. I- I'd be more impressed with someone who threw a nine innings in a World Series sure, and, and struck out a million guys and-, and kind of wiped everybody out. Maybe he even gave up a run. Uh, but six innings, it still irks me to no end that this new definition of a quality start is oh man you you pitched six innings and you only gave up three runs you thank you for being in an above average pitcher so that's that's the game now you know baseball is now being and has been micromanaged it's it's almost like like chess and always has been chess but now you got to move around every piece for every second instead of letting the guys just go out there and play and the Phillies are learning this tonight Christian Javier threw six innings. He no-hit him. And now that they've actually completed eight innings, they have no hits. And they're going to have one more frame to go out there and pretty much just put up some runs. That's it. And so if the Phillies are no-hit tonight, obviously it doesn't matter how the win came about. The Astros, the momentum is going to be on their side. They've been showing Justin Verlander sitting in the dugout all game long. Just telling the story. If Houston goes up, they're going to be ready to deploy this man, and they're going to try to go out there and go up 3-2. And this is despite everything that Bryce Harper has done. He's been playing out of his mind. It'd be nice to see him win a World Series and not these Astros. I'm just, I'm just saying, folks, I'm not. 
Not a fan of the Astros like a lot of people. They aren't the most endearing of, of squads, and that's even with Carlos Correa now in Minnesota. Or he'll probably leave Minnesota and look for another deal or another contract. But who, who likes the Astros outside of Houston? Nobody. And there's a lot of people who don't like Bryce Harper. I mean, if I got to think about this World Series, it, it, it's tough. Baseball is such a localized game. I think we've been through this before, Shep. If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around, does it make a sound? Right. right. Like, who? I mean, I'm watching it. I got to talk about it. You're watching it. You're here with me. Would you be sitting down? I, I probably would be watching this game. Would you be watching it? You know, JR, I'm, as you're as you're referencing this, I, I'm looking. It average it's averaging right now on Fox about 11.5 million viewers. That's the best it's been since 2019. So that would oh. suggest that it's going up, maybe. Huh. How many people watch an NFL game on Sunday, like a national game? Oh, well, I mean, I mean, 17, well, 18, listen, 20. I mean, the, the NFL owns a day of the week in this country. I, I mean, you know, the, the, the baseball and saying it's just the pastime is the only form of compliment you can give it in terms of viewership. The NFL and baseball are complete night and day at this point. Sure. The 2021 NFL regular season averaged 17.1 million viewers. You said this game tonight is 17, right? Yeah, well, eleven uh, about eleven point about eleven point oh five. God. But Jr. But the question, yeah. but I, the question I have for you is the concept of less is more. If you have, te- and I'm curious if you would have NFL games, and I know this is not this is not going to ever happen because of the physical nature of the sport. But more if you games. have the NFL in back to back games, and they're playing five games, and you know each week, the rating is going to go significantly down. If baseball just had one game every week, it would have similar ratings, right? Uh, different no. game. Yeah. yeah, yes. I mean, the scarcity of the NFL, which is, as you mentioned, a, a necessity uh, given the, the physical nature of the game. Uh, I know baseball, we, we know this. It doesn't, it doesn't hit the mark the way that it used to. Like, people have so many different uh, options. Yeah. And so it, it, this will be news. If, if Philadelphia is no hit, here through this uh, this game four. Sure. It's going to be a blip tomorrow morning for every place outside of Houston and Philadelphia. People will talk about it. They'll mention it. But it's it's not even going to, like, garner the attention that the NBA Finals would get. It's – um. It sucks. This is actually, it's been a good series so far, I'd say. JR, was, was baseball, if they had their two ideal franchises, yeah. would it be Dodgers-Yankees? Did they like because I think they got the wrong teams in there? Of course. I mean, these are the, the the two largest media markets in the country, right? Like to say we got Los Angeles and the the Yankees. What would those ratings look like if tonight is an eleven? And Houston is is what the the third fourth largest city uh, in the country. If Philadelphia is is huge in its own right, right south of New York, dead in the smack in the Northeast Corridor. Sure. Like these are these are big markets, but. I mean, if I got to think about cash, if I got to think about money, in an ideal world, I mean, think about this even from an NBA perspective. Why wouldn't the NBA want the New York Knicks and the Lakers? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, that's you know, kind of, that, that didn't happen anytime soon. Yeah, it's not <laughs> happening. Last time, last time we saw that was what the seventies. Did you see the Did you see the lead the Knicks gave up tonight? By the way, uh oh, uh, against the Atlanta Hawks, they were up over twenty points against the Hawks. And I understand they have Dejounte Murray now, but my God, the Knicks are going next to nowhere this season yet again. Yeah, it's the Knicks. What else is? Oh new? my God, this is embarrassing. This is absolutely embarrassing. But but Jr. To to your point about yeah. the the Yankees. I think Judge, for the first time in a long time, in terms of the sport of baseball, crossed over into mainstream society. I can't think of the last time. I mean, we, we've talked about it you know, a, a lot in terms of the McGuire's and the Bonds and the Sosa's and, and Ripken's and, and Jeter and A-Rod. But really since those guys, there has not been a baseball player that has crossed over into mainstream America. I feel like Judge was able to check that box off this season. It's just a shame he completely flamed out in the ALCS. They needed him in this World Series. You and I both know that. Bryce Harper I, ain't Aaron Judge. I, I agree. Aaron Judge is is more likable. Uh, Bryce Harper has been around so long. I don't think there's some new massive explosion, unless they win the World Series, where people will now look at Bryce Harper and love him. Um, I don't want to say that he's been overexposed. That's not the case. But he's been on the magazine covers. He's done the interviews uh, Aaron Judge, for as old as he is, on the other side of 30 right now, he's still he's still new. He's the new kid on the block, quote-unquote, even though he's been around for, what, five years uh, in the majors. You can talk to people who don't know a damn thing about baseball, and they now, as you just said, Shep, they know uh, Aaron Judge. Are they going to talk about him next year? That's That's a different question. Is he going to come back and wear pinstripes? Is he going to? And where? Where are they going to talk about him next year? That's that's the question right now. Well, if he comes back and he wears, you know what? This is actually very interesting. If he goes to San Francisco, I think that's a a massive story. If he leaves the Yankees to go anywhere, that's a massive story that I think will will kind of boost interest in in who he is, why he left. Uh, I think it'll actually make noise for baseball as opposed to if things just remain status quo and he stayed with the Yankees like there should be no reason why Aaron Judge isn't on more commercials per se or that he's not doing more interviews we've talked about this he was on what was it the the Tonight Show with Kimmel or one of those guys unfortunately Fallon yeah Jimmy Fallon does Jimmy Fallon still host that show uh if that's what you call it yes oh ouch that's that's NBC, right? Yeah, well, you and I could sit with the there. Roots? With the Roots? With the Roots. Yeah, no, 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 they are a highlight of that show. But you right. and I could sit there and, and laugh at everything that someone else says and get paid $30 million to, you know. I haven't watched any of those shows in years. You're better off. And obviously, uh, it's difficult to do as I'm as I'm here live while those shows broadcast. That's a good point. Well, no one's going to be Johnny Carson. You and I both agree on that, too. Well, that was a very long time ago. Right. He was I mean, the best. Johnny Carson and Dave Letterman, Jay Leno... And uh, now we got a bunch of guys who come and go. With James Corden leaving too, right? Oh, my God. What a big loss that is. Jeez. Oh, I can't keep up, man. <laughs> anyway. Treats waiters well, though. Does he? No. No, he's a jerk. Uh, I don't know. He, he he looks like he eats good. I thought you were being serious. <laughs> well, he eats really good. He just doesn't leave a tip after he eats. There you go. Oh, reasonable. And, and some attitude to go. Yeah, but th- those are the type of shows that Aaron Judge should be on. And you know what? It might be a boon for him if he leaves. Like people are gonna want to know, hey, why did you leave? And and what's going on? And it, it, he's gonna go. He would garner more attention if he left the Yankees 
Is it in his best interest? I mean, I don't know. I'm sure that Aaron Judge doesn't know what he wants to do. He is a human being. Like Kyrie Irving said, I'm a human being. I'm learning. I'm sure Aaron Judge has no idea what he's going to do. He might lean towards one way. He said he wants to be a Yankee. Is that still the case? He's certainly been smart in in publicly negotiating. He has unfollowed the Yankees on social media. I mean, after the season, he talked and, and discussed his tenure in the past tense. But this could all be negotiating. It was the middle of the season, and he was talking about, oh, man, uh, yeah, somebody asked him, well, if you leave, you know, who does my little cousin root for? He's like, yeah, we got plenty of other Yankees. Ouch. Get your money, man. But to your point, Shep, yeah, it would have been nice if Judge was in the the postseason, and maybe more people would be, or the the, the World Series, I should say, and maybe people would be tuning in to see the the Yankees lose. Similar to that there's a lot of people right now just – hoping that the Astros lose. Except for that's not the case right now as they lead Philadelphia 5 to nothing. Philadelphia has one more frame here to put a run on the board. They have one more frame here, forget putting a run on the board, to actually get a hit. The Phillies, hitless. They're losing 5 to nothing. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about that Daniel Snyder guy. And um, I would hope and expect his eventual exit from the Washington Commanders. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Wow, it's exciting talking to you, Mr. JR. You are clear, concise, accurate, and honest. I love listening to you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Well, I'm glad you enjoy listening to me. That makes me happy. You want me to be happy, right? I'm trying. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You probably know this already. Every Wednesday night, I bring you a new top six list. Top of the hour in about uh, 30 minutes, I'm going to give you a top six list of NFL teams here at the basically the midway point of the season. And so you don't have to wait too much longer for that. We'll give you that in about 40 minutes, okay? Right now, in Philadelphia... The Houston Astros lead the Phillies 5 to nothing. They're trying to tie the series, the World Series, at, at two games apiece. And the Phillies have two more outs to get a hit. Yes, they have been no hit. Ryan Presley is currently on the mound for the Houston Astros. Just struck out the last batter. And four pitchers are looking to Led by Christian Javier, he went six innings. They're looking to blank these Houston Astros. Uh, Kyle Schwarber up at the plate. We know with one swing he could change the 
the entire world here. And as uh, Shep and I said right before the break, this would be absolutely amazing. Don Larson, the last time we saw a no-hitter in the World Series, and it wasn't just a no-hitter, it was a perfect game. That was 1956. The only other time that we've even seen a no-hitter in baseball at all, period, was about 12 years ago. Ironically, this man played for the Phillies, God rest his soul. This was Roy Halladay. He threw a no-hitter against the Cincinnati Reds in the National League Divisional Series that year. Just gave up a walk. That's it. Real, real close to himself throwing a perfect game. Roy Halladay, one of the best pitchers to ever play the game. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I, I, I got to get this in here. To the shock of no one, I guess, well, maybe he is. He is so stubborn that when the news came down to pipe earlier today that Daniel Snyder is looking to sell the commanders, it was just like, oh, it's finally here. Like the holidays came early. I know we just went from Halloween. If you go into your local drugstore, people pretty much skip over Thanksgiving and go right to, to Christmas. Washington fans have been waiting for this moment for a long time. Daniel Snyder has owned this team since 1999. The team is currently under investigation for the misappropriation of funds. It's been alleged that the the Washington commanders have tried to cook the books so they don't have to necessarily report and show their, their, their full income for revenue sharing purposes. Allegedly, this is the same team where Daniel Snyder was fined $10 million and told to go away because of all the uh, misgivings of the franchise, of which the NFL still hasn't fully shared with us, even though there have been allegations all up and down the franchise of sexual harassment, cheerleaders being treated like, I don't know, prostitutes. 40-plus women beefing. This is the same Daniel Snyder that sued an elderly couple that could, well, the team, suing an elderly couple that could no longer pay for their tickets. This man didn't want to change the name. It took George Floyd being killed before he would even do that, said he would never change the name. FedEx Field is an absolute dump. And they got the worst attendance in the league. Ain't nobody trying to sit in FedEx field. A pipe might burst. Water might fall on you. The tarp might blow off. The bathrooms might be clogged. So the fact is, they're trying to make money. The NFL owners, that is. And Daniel Snyder is finally getting in the way of them making bread. Making more money. You would imagine and think that if Daniel Snyder, if he held a, a, or if he was held in higher standard in the D.C. area, that he'd have a new stadium by now, that they'd be printing more money, that there would be more cash to go around for all of the NFL owners, but that's not the case. And so he and his wife, amongst all of the scandals, all of the current investigations, all of the owners of Jim Ursay saying, hey, we need to look into this guy. How often do you ever hear one owner dissing the other one? This has been a precursor 
and for Washington, their PR department has been working overtime. Every statement, this is not true. We're not cooking the books. We're still being investigated. People are trying to tear us down. Daniel Snyder is doing all of this himself. This man bought the team for about $800 million in 1999. He just fully bought a couple of years ago almost full control of the team. It's now worth $5.5 billion. The Denver Broncos just got sold to the Walmart people for $4.6 billion. And so this is another case of a billionaire being able to make money on an exit while he's been a complete jackass. Are we going to see further punishment? I highly doubt it. When you got that type of money, when you got that type of bread, when you got that type of cake, who punishes you? Daniel Snyder has already been punished $10 million while the NFL investigates, while outside firms are investigating. Must be nice to have billions of dollars in the bank. 855-212-4CBS. Tim is here from Maryland. What's up, Tim? Hey, Jerry. What's going on? I'm great. What's on your mind? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm so sick of Daniel Snyder. I, I, you know, I originally wanted to call in and talk about him. And, you know, I, I've been – I've never told you. I've been calling in here a lot of times to your show. And I'm almost 62 years old, so I remember when Jack Kent Cook was the, was the owner. and mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, I, I got a little idea of what it's like to have a really good owner. And uh, – I'm just so sick of this guy. I just, I just can't even stand it anymore. You know that he ran this this franchise in the ground the way he did. Um, well, wouldn't you be thrilled that that it's actually up for sale? Isn't that something to be happy about? Well, I mean, I, I mean, it is. You know, and 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 the one thing is, is you got to just cross your fingers and hope that the person that buys it you know, is going to be a good owner. You know, you never know. I mean, it's a roll of the dice. I mean, who the heck knows, you know, who's going to buy it, you know, but it's... Can they, not, can they be worse than Daniel Snyder? Come no, on probably not. Probably not. And can I say one more thing real quick? Yes. As far as the World Series goes, this is one time that I wish both teams could lose. Because <laughs> I cannot stand either one of those teams the only thing I like about this World Series is is, is Dusty Baker, uh, and I hated when the Nationals got rid of him because um, yeah. I always liked him. Man, he, he's a good guy, and you know he's. he's I, I mean, he's. I would love to see him get a World Series, but well, he man, is getting. He's know. getting a. He's getting a little closer. We know Dusty Baker. He has a World Series as a player. Still looking for that World Series ring as a manager. Speaking of the World Series, Game 4 just concluded. And if you sat and watched the game or maybe heard it, it appears that a little history has been made. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side of the break. Uh, Daniel Snyder might be exiting the NFL. There is a player who is close to returning. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What is happening, JR? I've uh, been listening to you for a good little while now. Called it a couple times, man. The most sensational voice on the radio is you, JR Sport Brief. No doubt about it, man. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Speaking of sensational, the Houston Astros. They just blanked the Phillies in Philadelphia 5 to nothing to tie up the World Series at 2-all. The Astros combined for a no-hitter. It's the second no-hitter in World Series history. If we want to think about another no-hitter, it wasn't just a no-hitter. It was Don Larson's perfect game in 1956 when the New York Yankees took on the Brooklyn Dodgers. Series now tied 2-all. They're back at it tomorrow. Whoever wins the game will obviously have the lead here in winning the World Series. And Christian Javier, he got the party started here for the Houston Astros. He was able to pitch six innings. He walked two. He struck out nine. He even went on a streak where he just struck out everybody and their mother. I want you to listen to these clips courtesy of the Astros radio network. This was in the bottom of the fifth inning where Christian Javier, he struck out his fifth consecutive batter. The 1-2. At the knees for strike three. Bryson Stott gets rung up. That is nine strikeouts for Christian Javier, and he has struck out the last five in a row, two outs. And let me tell you this as well. This was his first career World Series start. Over the last 12 and two innings pitched this postseason for him, he's only allowed two hits i told you he pitched six innings he got reese hoskins to ground out take a listen to this in the sixth three two ground ball left side right at pena shortstop up with it throws across in time and christian javier absolutely masterful six no hit innings has struck out nine well it took four astros pitchers to complete this no hitter after Christian Javier exited, Brian Abreu, he came through next in the, the seventh inning, and this is what he did to Mr. Big Time, Bryce Harper. Here's the 2-2. Got him! Strike three, waving at that 100 miles per hour from Brian Abreu, and Harper goes down on strikes, and there's two away. Yeah, it wasn't just uh, two away. He struck out all three batters in that seven take a listen to this two and two got him strike three slider low and away abreu pounds his chest twice and stomps back to the dugout the astros in total control as we go to the eighth inning it's five nothing world series game four well you hear the fans in philadelphia in the background they were booing they had every reason to cheer 24 hours ago as they won uh, seven to nothing, hit five home runs. Tonight, absolutely nothing. Rafael Montero came on to pitch the eighth. Uh, Ryan Presley came on to pitch the ninth. And this is what the final call sounded like. Pitch on the way. Ground ball, left side coming in Bregman. He scoops the short hop, throws on a move to first, in time, and that is a ball game. A World Series no-hitter for the Houston Astros as they blank the Philadelphia Phillies 5 to nothing. This World Series is all square at two games apiece. And the Astros make history in the city of brotherly love. 
in magical fashion with a no-hitter between four pitchers. Four pitchers. Christian Javier. He's on fire. First World Series appearance. And Shep, as, as we said, this is an amazing feat. It'll be talked about in the morning, kind of in spots. You think this is going to be overlooked to a certain degree? To a, to a large degree. I, I think people understand that where the hits are, and, and the hits are with, with Kyrie still. He's still dominating the headlines. You got Sean McVay, you know, whispers around him being the hot young coach in the NFL with the Super Bowl. Um, you have the NBA on display. The Lakers are going to lose again, so you know that they're going to be talked about tomorrow. I think this is going to be, you know, in this in the D block for a lot of shows, Jr. To be honest with you, it's a shame. Yeah, it, it is. I got to tell you, and, and the fact that they're going to be back in action tomorrow night, the series tied. Uh, Justin Verlander is going to be on the mound for the Houston Astros, and from all expectations, you would think that he goes out there, and I don't know. Whoops some ass. He's had a tough postseason, only five innings pitched so far, or at least here in this series, and uh, he has an ERA of about nine. Is he going to look to turn the tide? Yes. And then who's he going to oppose? Noah Syndergaard. He's pitched in a World Series before for the New York Mets. Uh, Noah Syndergaard having his start pushed back, obviously, a couple of nights ago due to rain. And so we have to see whether or not the Astros take the lead. I don't care how bad Justin Verlander is, there's always going to be an expectation that he shows up in a big spot. He's a Hall of Fame pitcher. This man is is almost 40 years old. He's still going strong even after his surgery. And all the momentum right now, after an amazing night where the Phillies went up 2-1, the series is tied 2-all. Verlander is on the mound. And I would not be shocked if he went out there and gave you seven, eight, I don't know, maybe even nine strong. We'll see. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Antonio is calling from Baltimore. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, good day, JR. Love your show. And uh, ever since I found I found out about your show through Frank Ski and Nina Brown. And ever since, I've been a big fan. Well, thank you so much, my man. What's going on, Tony? Okay, I want to comment on two things. And uh, first of all, I want to comment on Daniel Snyder. And then I want to comment on Thursday Night Football. Uh, Daniel Snyder, this is a little history lesson. And you were talking about the stadium was a dump. When the Cleveland Browns relocated to Baltimore in 1995 into 95, 96, the Maryland Stadium Authority approved money for both the Ravens to build a new stadium and the Redskins. They approved the money at the same time. Can you please tell me how that Redskins stadium was done in 97 and the Ravens stadium wasn't done until 1998. He rushed and had that thing built just so he can say he had the stadium up before the one here in Baltimore was built. That's why it wound up being a dump. <laughs> I mean, it was up a whole year before the Ravens stadium was built. And then when it comes to, you know, forcing owners to sell a team, Baltimore went through that situation with the late Bob Ursay. The reason yeah. he snuck out of town on the Mayflowers was because that morning the city council was going to vote on an eminent domain, which meant the city could have took over his team. That's why he snuck out in the middle of the night and went to Indianapolis with the yeah. coach. So that's a little lesson on, you know, the stadium and, you know, ownership 
take over. Uh, secondly, I want to comment on Thursday night football. Oh, why? And, the one tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, no. Phil, the, the, between that. Philadelphia and the Texans? No, I just want to comment on it as a whole. And this, okay, go, this, go this for really it. This isn't about the game. This is, this is about the lackluster announcers that I hear, Uh-oh. you know, on Fox. Now, I'm a Howard grad, and I love Big East basketball. Can you please on explain Fox. to me? Can you can you please explain to me why Gus Johnson isn't doing these NFL games? I know I'm a little biased because I graduated from Howard, well, you know, in, just like in, did, Antonio. But. The 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 games are on uh, they're, they're on Amazon. What, what do you want from me? I can't tell you about anybody's contract now. Okay, I I, I know that, but it just right. seems like listen to Fox as a whole, even on Sundays. Ever since Aikman and you know left, they're on ESPN. Fox. Yes. Fox should have put Gus Johnson in a position where he could do NFL games. He's going to have a great career regardless. He's going to have a career like Keith Jackson. Keith Jackson started off doing Monday Night Football and NFL. Well, but we, we most know him for, for college. Well, Antonio, there are, there are mm-hmm. so many complexities mm-hmm. when it comes down to broadcasters, their mm-hmm. contracts, what they're allowed to do and not do. Uh, we know that money is being thrown all over the place. I mean, we can go on and on about, you know, who we prefer and who we don't prefer. I, I don't have that answer. Right. But you understand what I'm saying. It just seems like Fox as a whole. Like no, that I don't. And that, and that brat brought. No, I, I don't. I've said this plenty of times, Antonio. And thank mm-hmm. you so much for calling from Baltimore. I, I, don't, I don't particularly care who announces the games because I don't, I don't really listen. I don't. You know, I might have it on in the background. I might be playing music. I might be reading. I'm looking at the game. Trust me, in between the plays, unless I absolutely need to know what's going on, I'm not not really interested in the commentary. I like hearing Kevin Harlan highlights. I like that. I love that on Thursday night football. And when he comes through, Westwood won, and I get a chance to play Kevin Harlan. I love that. But Gus Johnson, yeah, absolutely. Anybody who brings some excitement to any of these games, I'll take it. Speaking of excitement, hey, Shep, we we have more Astros audio coming in? I believe that is the case. There there was a lot of pitching tonight, a lot of dominant performances. So what do we have here? This is the final call from the Astros. We have that already, right? We do have that. We have a couple of plays beforehand, which kind of sets up the final call. Well, Ryan Presley, let, let's hear him going to work. 2-2. Two, two. Swing and a miss at a pitch in the dirt. Picked out by Vasquez. Tags Marsh on the backside, and there is one out in the bottom of the ninth. 14th strikeout by an Astros pitcher. A dirty breaking ball in the dirt. Marsh was helpless. Yeah, I'm looking at the box score right now. Obviously a no-hitter, nine innings pitched. Three folks were walked. Ryan Presley, he did walk a a batter in the ninth. 14 total strikeouts, 141 total pitches, and this is obviously a hell of a feat. When you have to send out four different pitchers to, to complete a game and nobody gives up a hit, it is highly unusual. It's so unusual, it has never happened in the World Series. And so God knows what we're going to see and what we're going to witness tomorrow as Verland is going to be on the mound. Christian Javier making his first World Series start. Six innings pitched, nine strikeouts, 
97 thrown total. Abreu comes on, Montero comes on, Presley comes on. Things will go on. Phillies fans, I'm sure, will be uh, quite dramatic about this tomorrow. Astros fans are going to feel like, man, we're about to pull up on that World Series one more time. And they got the game tomorrow night, that being Thursday. And then they get things going again on on Saturday in a potential well, game six. Not a potential, but a game six. And if things need to go seven, the final game of the World Series, game seven, would take place on Sunday. Major League Baseball actually skipped this past Sunday for the World Series. Why they did that, I had no idea. I guess they didn't want to go ahead and compete with the NFL at all. But hey, people are going to watch. How many people, Shep? 11 million? Yeah, you want to hear uh, Harper striking out again? Yeah, why not? Nothing in two count to Bryce Harper. Here's the pitch. Got him upstairs. Strike three. Right at the letters. Harper right through it. And that's the second strikeout in a row. And that's six in the game for Javier, two away. Yeah, Bryce Harper tonight. Two strikeouts and a walk. Bryce Harper basically has helped carry them here to this point in the postseason. Maybe he comes alive tonight, or excuse me, tomorrow against Verlander. We'll see. Houston ties up the World Series 2-all, no-hitting the Phillies. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It is Wednesday night. We're pulling up into Thursday morning. And so that means I'm going to deliver you a new top six list in just a few minutes. We're about halfway through the NFL season. There's no exact halfway mark knowing that we have 17 games. But I'm going to give you a top six list of the best squads currently in the NFL. We're going to do that on the other side of the break, and then I'll talk to you as well. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to move. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.